Have you ever thought to yourself, I wish I knew how to find the best grants for me? Grants I actually had a chance of winning. Maybe I'm just not a good enough writer to win grants. I just can't seem to get people to see the value of my work in my community. I know my work is incredibly important. If only I could get more grant makers to see that, I could do so much more good in the world. Well, if you have had any of those thoughts, I recommend checking out my comprehensive online grant writing course, Grant Writing Made Easy. In this self-paced six-module course, I will teach you how to find the perfect grant opportunities for you, write well-researched, compelling grant proposals, and build long-lasting relationships with funders that set you up for future success. Grant Writing Made Easy is the fastest way to learn everything you need to know to write grant proposals that help you fund the incredible work you do and leave your mark on the world. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, if you enroll now, you'll also get these exclusive bonuses. Bonus number one, 30 days of writing exercises emailed to you. Bonus number two, access to our private members-only Facebook group. Bonus number three, a $600 coupon code for a one-year subscription to GrantStation's Grants Database. And bonus number four, 11 live online writing workshops per year. And you get lifetime access to all of this. So head on over to www.writegoodco.com forward slash grant writing pro to learn more. You can choose one payment or you can even choose monthly payments and get started for just $97 today. Again, head on over to writegoodco.com forward slash grant writing pro. Hey there, and welcome to the Write Good Podcast. I'm Dr. Krista Kerlinkus, owner of Write Good Grant Writing and Communications for the Greater Good, where we help our nonprofit, government, and academic clients and students get the funding they deserve. Today, I'm going to talk to you about something that has been relevant to our business lately, and it's a big issue and a big question. The question is, how does an organization know when it is ready to hire a grant writer? So professional grant writers like me and like my employees can do a lot to help your nonprofit get the funding you need to do more of the work you love. Grant writers are extremely valuable professionals in terms of dollars and skills, but they are not miracle workers or magicians. What I mean by this is that if an organization is not really ready to hire a grant writer, if they haven't taken the steps that I'm going to talk about today, they can't expect a grant writer to solve all of their problems, especially all of their funding problems. Grant writers can't work with nothing. They can't get an organization the funding they need if they don't have the right tools and information in place or a solid program to write about. And when I say they, I should really be saying we. So WriteGood offers grant writing services in three main ways. On a single project contract basis, on yearly retainers, and on an hourly basis. And sometimes we get organizations wanting to work with us that are just not ready to jump into the grant writing process and all of the work that that process entails. But if after the end of this podcast episode, you feel your organization might be ready to hire a grant writer, please click the link in the show notes to get more information about how we work with clients. 
Now we suspect that like us, there are a lot of other grant writing consultants and even staff grant writers for nonprofits that find themselves in this position of not truly being ready to apply for grants, even though they're being pushed to by their clients or by their bosses. So today I want to talk about some of the work that organizations need to do and some of the structures and systems they have to have in place well before they can hire a grant writer. So that's either someone on contract, like you would work with me, or hire someone on staff, even if it's just part-time. So here's a preview of what I'm going to talk about today. One, having all of the necessary registrations. Two, having your finances in order. Three, having the money to hire a grant writer and pay them fairly. Four, being in a position to run the program you're seeking funding for. And five, some of the most essential do's and don'ts in your business relationship with a grant writer. If after this episode, you still have questions about whether your organization is ready to hire a grant writer, please feel free to get in touch with us on Facebook. I will leave that link in the show notes, but it is facebook.com forward slash writegoodco. Okay, let's jump right in. Number one, having all of the necessary registrations. One of the most important things to do before you hire a grant writer is to have all of your registration ducks in a row. Starting a nonprofit is a complex process that often requires the seeking of legal counsel, but there are some basic steps that I want to go over with you today that you must have done. The first step is to get incorporated as a business, which involves working with your secretary of state. It's really pretty simple here in Oklahoma. You can do it all online. After that, it will be time to get your tax-exempt status from the IRS. This step involves filling out the IRS form 1023, making sure you have a board of directors, getting all of your documents for the formation of your nonprofit in order. Once you submit your application for tax-exempt status to the IRS and they approve it, you will receive a letter of determination of your tax-exempt status from them. Then you will be able to use the number the IRS gives you to file for tax-exempt status on the state level. Again, I want to emphasize this process in particular can be time consuming. These three steps, as simple as they may sound, can end up taking months or even over a year to complete. And it can be complex, so I do recommend that you consult with an attorney that specializes in tax-exempt law. They will help you not only navigate this process, but they will also be helpful down the road when you're filing your taxes because you need to make sure you do everything in compliance with these tax-exempt laws. Another thing you need to be aware of is that you will have to file as a charitable organization with your Secretary of State. Sometimes there are one or two different registrations that you need to do with them so that you're actually able to solicit funds both through grants and through individual donations. Once you are officially a nonprofit and recognized as such by the IRS and by the state, you have all of those necessary registrations done, it's time to make sure that you have all of your financial info together and in order. One of the biggest and most challenging parts of any grant application are the questions that are about the financial health of the organization. They want to see that the money they're going to give to you is likely to be used well and that you have a track record of success. That means before you're ready to hire a grant writer and write a grant, you need to have your financial records organized and ready. 
So this includes records of your past year's budgets, if you have them, with complete accounting of all expenditures and revenue. It's also possible that some of the bigger grants you might apply for will require you to have an independent audit completed as part of the application. And finally, grant proposals often require you to include records of your organization's 990 tax form. So if you've been around for a year or two, make sure that you do have all of that together and ready to go before hiring a grant writer. Now, most grant writers will be able to put together program or project budgets or at least help to compile them with you. But beyond that, many of these other financial tasks, like having an organizational budget, are beyond the scope of most grant writers' expertise or the services that they offer and should definitely be beyond the scope of their responsibilities. You could certainly hire a nonprofit financial consultant to help you with that if that's something you're struggling with, but that's not going to be within the scope of most grant writing contracts. Okay, step number three, after you have your registrations and financials, it might be time for you to start looking for a grant writer to hire. Now, there are two different routes you can go when hiring a grant writer. So hiring someone on your staff or hiring a grant writing consultant. I'm going to talk a bit later on about the business etiquette essentials of working with a consultant. But first, I want to emphasize how important it is that when you hire a grant writer as a member of your staff or as a consultant, you have the money to pay them. I know that the culture of nonprofits is often such that professionals are paid less than they would be in the for-profit sector and are often expected to work longer hours. And while that's the status quo, and there are many people who go into the nonprofit sector with a love of service and an expectation that they will make less money than they would working for a for-profit business, it is still important that nonprofits pay their staff a competitive wage. Here are some steps that you can take to make sure you are offering fair wages for your grant writing staff. Find out what other nonprofits in your area that are around the same size pay their grant writers, and do some research into the salaries of other writing professionals at for-profit businesses near you. There are lots of ways to do this. You can do this by just talking to people. You can also go to Glassdoor and see what the wages are in your area for that job. When you are ready to make a job posting, we recommend that you list the expected hourly or hourly rate range for the job. This is in order to be totally transparent and not waste anyone's time on a job that they can't afford to take. And it's becoming more and more prevalent in nonprofit job postings. Now I'm going to share something here with you from my own experience. When I'm hiring, I always post the hourly rate range, and I also run two Facebook groups dedicated to teaching the students of my courses and other folks how to write grants. And occasionally we will post job opportunities or we'll have people in the groups want to share job opportunities with the rest of the group. I simply do not allow posts for jobs that don't list the pay rate for the position. Now, if you are not quite ready to hire a part-time or even full-time grant writer for your organization, a great way to get started and to work on some of those more difficult grants or just learn how to write grants from the beginning and maybe get a standard grant narrative that you can revise and adapt for different grant opportunities is to work with a grant writing consultant. 
Now, as a grant writing consultant and a member of the Grant Writing Professionals Association, I will tell you that it is not ethical to do contingency pay for grant writers. So that means you shouldn't tell your grant writer, we will pay you if we get the grant. We will pay you a percentage of the grant. That's actually not allowed in most grants, unless it's a technical assistance grant that is specifically for that but it's not ethical. And if you're a member of the GPA like we are and you get caught doing that, you will actually get kicked out. Now, why is that? Grant writing professionals charge a fair price for their services. And that price is usually much lower than a commission fee of even 5% on the grant award amount for large grants. Furthermore, grant makers typically do not allow fundraising expenses, like I just said, including the payment of a grant writer, to be a line item in the budget. Finally, there are more factors that contribute to a grant maker's decision to award a grant or not, including an organization's history of carrying out successful programs and making a significant impact on their community. A well-written grant proposal, which is what a contract grant writer does for you, is only one of these many factors. For these reasons, you should not be doing contingency or commission or deferred payment for your grant consultants. So you should either pay an hourly rate or a project rate. And what we normally do for our project rate is get part of that down and then the rest of it either in the middle of the contract or at the end of the contract or spaced out. So You should not expect to get free work from a grant writing consultant or contingency pay ever. All right, now that we've talked about some of that tough stuff, let's talk about your program, something you're probably more excited to think about. So you have to be ready to actually run the program that you're seeking funding for. Having a strong program either in place or completely planned is another condition for having any grant writing success. It is not the job of the grant writer to design a program from scratch in addition to putting that program into words. They might do that as an additional fee, so you might ask them about that if they have program design experience, but designing the program and making sure you have everything in place to run it is usually the nonprofit program manager's or director of program's job. Now, I won't get into the details of this, but recently I had to cancel a contract because the grant I was hired to write was due in about a week, and the members of that nonprofit were still changing their minds about who was going to do what and how it was going to work and hadn't even talked to the people they needed to talk to to make sure they could collaborate to make the program happen. So the program, which I initially thought was in place and planned, and quickly discovered was not, um, couldn't be put into words that are needed to write a successful grant because they were still going back and forth on what to do and hadn't talked to the necessary partners ahead of time. So that is a fail that I don't like to see happen. I don't want to happen again. So now I have even more structure in place to make sure that people are completely ready and not just telling me the things I want to hear, but I have actually methods to check on whether they have those things in place. Now, it's ideal that the program you're seeking funding for has been in place and successful for at least a year. But if you're seeking support for a brand new program, that's okay too. It's just as important in this case that you have a strong strategic plan 
for the program and your nonprofit in general. One way that you can check your program design for holes or gaps in logic is by filling out a logic model. Even when logic models are not a requirement in a grant proposal, I recommend that organizations fill one out anyway. If you are unfamiliar with logic models, you will be happy to learn that in my comprehensive grant writing course, Grant Writing Made Easy, I have an entire module dedicated to logic models and budgets and how they work together. So if you'd like to learn more about this, again, definitely check out our course. There is a link to it in the show notes. Now in that logic model, you're going to list all the resources you need, and you need to make sure that you either have most of those resources in place or with the funding that you are requesting, you will be able to put them in place and then manage them. That's just one of the things a logic model is going to check for, but it really is the key initial piece that you need to have in place. Okay, now for step five, this is the business etiquette with grant writing consultants. So some big do's and don'ts. So a few steps ago, I mentioned how important it is that you have the money to pay a staff grant writer fairly, and that when you create a job hosting that you advertise the compensation for that job. But if you decide to go the route of hiring a grant writing consultant, then the issue of having a fair business relationship does not go away. Most importantly, when you hire a grant writer on a contract basis, please, please, please read the contract completely before you sign it. Contracts are legally binding documents that both you and the grant writer are required to follow. Think of them as a protection for both you and the grant writer. So it is important that you understand everything in the contract and ask questions of the grant writer if there are things that you don't understand or don't agree to and want to change. They may say no, but they may say, okay, we can change that. Now, you also have to remember, of course, that you've got to make the payments according to the contract and make them on time. Many grant writing businesses are small and any missing payments can seriously affect the business's ability to continue. But more importantly than that, grant writing services are valuable and it is the right thing to do to pay professionals for the services they offer to your organization. It's also important that you have regular meetings with your grant writing consultant. Before I jump into a contract relationship, I will have an initial free consultation with a potential client. Then I will write up the contract, send it to them, ask if they have any questions, make revisions if necessary, and then make sure we both sign it. In that contract, we'll have a start and an end date. And before we get started, we typically have another launching or onboarding meeting to actually make sure that we are agreeing on everything that we want to look for in a grant search or everything that we need to include in a grant proposal, just talking through everything that we need to do and make sure we understand who needs to do what and when. And we also always reiterate that information in an email after that meeting. I also always give my new clients a document that explains how we work with clients. So it lays everything out and tries to answer any questions that I can anticipate that they might have. If you're starting to work with a grant writing consultant who isn't being clear with you in their communications, either verbally or in writing, that is a red flag. Also, if you don't have a contract with them, if they're doing a full project and you don't have a contract, that is also a red flag. So definitely keep all these things in mind because you need to both protect yourself 
and respect the time and work of your grant writer. In conclusion, hiring a grant writer can do so much to help your organization get the funding it deserves, but grant writers can't do much to help unless you've taken these important steps beforehand. If you feel like you are ready to hire a grant writer and would like to hire one on a contract basis, please let me know. WriteGood offers a variety of grant writing services, and we would love to work with you. Please send an email to us at support at writegoodco.com, and we will get in touch with you with more information about how we can talk about working together. Thanks for tuning in today, and I hope to see you back here next week. In the meantime, good luck with your grant writing.